You're tuned in to the Restaurant Rockstars Podcast. Powerful ideas to rock your restaurant. Here's your host, Roger Bodwin. Guys, welcome back to the podcast. You know, for those of you who know or follow me, you know that I'm a huge believer in not running a restaurant, but running a business and building a brand. Nothing is more important than building a strong, powerful brand that has a unique identity, that's a competitive you know, advantage in the marketplace. So I'm super excited to talk to Mr. Stuart Mayloff today, and he is the founder of RestaurantBrands.com, and he is the premier restaurant domain name marketplace. If you're looking for a brand brand extension for an existing restaurant, or you're just starting a place. Literally, there are over a thousand names available through restaurantbrands.com. What's trending right now? Curbside, takeout, delivery, touchless, contactless, ghost kitchens. But even if you've got a Mexican place or a pizza place or Italian or French or whatever your cuisine is, chances are Stuart can help you with a powerful domain. So we're going to talk all about what the process is. It doesn't take very long. You can, chances are you can be up and running with a new domain in the next day or so. It's powerful stuff. So don't miss the episode. Thanks for tuning in. And thanks to restaurantbrands.com and Dawn Professional Dish Liquid for sponsoring the podcast. Guys, take it from me. From one operator to another, I'll tell it to you straight. Nobody likes greasy pots and pans. And I want to keep my dish guys happy. So we upgraded to Dawn Professional Pot and Pan. Dawn Professional cleans 58% more pots and pans per sink than our old soap, the so-called leading competitor. Less dish soap means fewer sink changeovers and a happier dish crew. Try Dawn Professional in your place. It's clean, upgraded. Whether you're just starting a restaurant or expanding your concept, you need a powerful web domain name. Restaurantbrands.com has 1,000 restaurant domains with new names available regularly. All these are .com domains, which are, of course, the dominant extension that your customers assume and expect. You don't want to lose traffic to your site or business with a non-.com extension. Restaurantbrands.com, you can get a relevant domain for just about any type of restaurant or cuisine. Even those trending huge right now for curbside, takeout, delivery, touchless, contactless, and even ghost kitchens. With 24-hour customer support and easy pay options, including pay Pay over time as a lease to own. You can even stop at any time if you're not 100% satisfied. Go to www.restaurantbrands.com today for your exclusive 25% off deal. Just use the coupon code RESTAURANTROCKSTARS at checkout. That's just one word, RESTAURANTROCKSTARS, to get the URL that truly fits your business and builds your brand. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. And as you know, engaging topics that help restaurants build their brands, so important in this episode, rock their profits and deliver amazing guest service experiences. With me today, highly relevant, Mr. Stuart Mayloff, and he is the founder of a company called RestaurantBrands.com, which is the premier restaurant domain name marketplace out there. Welcome to the show, Stuart. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks, Roger. It's a pleasure to be on the show. Yeah, I'm glad to have you here. So as my audience knows, we are now starting to ask outside of your vocation and what you do for a living. I'm really interested. We're really interested in what you do, you know, that you really love, that lights you up. What are your passions in life, Stuart? Well, as you can see from behind me, I'm actually a teacher. Uh, I was teaching 
from home for quite a bit. Um, and I've been on a leave of absence, but I will go back to teaching. And on top of teaching and being a domain name investor, I also have a passion for traveling. Um, I've been a 30 countries all over the world, and I had the opportunity to teach at a private American school in Athens, Greece. So while I lived in Europe, I was able to travel there, but I've also been to many parts of Asia, South America, and other places. That's fantastic. You know, I was in Athens, Greece in 1988, and I believe also in 1991. So I've been there twice. What an interesting place that is. I was really fascinated by the Plaka and by the Parthenon and the Acropolis and all the history that goes with Greece. And I studied ancient history back in grade school. So I remembered some of that stuff and it kind of came alive to me when I was traveling, you know, to Greece. So that's fascinating. What do you teach, Stuart? I actually teach third grade gifted students, mm-hmm. um, which I have my students when I'm teaching the whole day, and I teach them about pretty much every subject area. That's awesome. So, okay, that's very interesting. Let's talk a little bit about hospitality. When you were younger, did you ever work in a restaurant? Oh, funny story. I actually worked at Burger King when I was 16. And uh, I had a bad experience, not because of burking itself, but I kind of got locked in the freezer, taking out some Whoppers. I was looking for something, and this was before the cell phone days, so it was hard to find my way out. They, you know, I was only in there for a couple minutes, but me a scare. But so I did working at Burger King when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, when I was young, they t- they have you take those tests in school to see what you want to be when you grow up, and a lot of times it had to do with hotel and restaurant management, but I came from a family of educators. So that was always part of me. Um, but part of, on top of teaching, I also used to run a summer basketball camp and there's hospitality involved with that on um, the students. It was an overnight camp. So the campers came and they had the, I not only did the basketball program, but I worked with the hospitality department on the food that the kids were going to eat and uh, the accommodations as well. Well, interesting. So let's start talking about restaurantbrands.com. Where did that brainchild come from? I mean, you could have literally focused on domain names for any industry. Was it really just your interactions with hospitality people and you said, hey, I see a, an opportunity here? How did it come about? Well, going back to my interest, you know, on top of the travel, I'm also a foodie. Um, I like foods. You know, every country I went to, I had their unique food from that culture. And I just always love food from different places. So when I'm registering domain names over the years, I've been a domain name investor since um, over 20 years. So a lot of the names I've gotten in the past were food related um, just because that was an interest. Um, I have names like saladzone.com, bagelville.com, tacohub.com, just names that I think could be a great brand for restaurants. Um, and what happened was I saw the name restaurantbrands.com available for a reasonable price. I was able to pick it up and, you know, build a marketplace um, with another system, integrate my restaurant names to build restaurantbrands.com marketplace. So do you actually think about what a really great domain would be for the hospitality industry or for restaurants in general? And then you see if they're available and then you're literally buying these up. Is that how it works? Um, yeah, this is something I've been doing for, for many years. Um, I think about the themes. I have restaurants, names related to different categories, um, you know, salad names, vegan names, um, pizza, Italian restaurants, 
Mexican restaurants, pretty much any different uh, restaurant. Um, if you go to the restaurant, we search, there's a search uh, section on the side and you can search for restaurants or bars or any other kind of food delivery services, any kind of name, or you can just type in a keyword in the search engine and all the names come up that fit that nice. category. Oh, that's great. So I remember, you know, back when I first started my restaurants, and this goes back 20 years ago, and this was literally the, you know, the birth of the internet, you might say, and websites were really, really fresh and new. And, you know, people were still trying to figure all this out. But I do remember believing, as I do today, that a strong restaurant brand or theme, you know, in terms of their website, it should bring the whole restaurant experience to life for the customers if they've never been there before. But when you click on that URL and you, it's like visiting the restaurant virtually and it should show the interior of the restaurant, the food, it should be, you know, the, the vibe should come across crystal clear as well as the service and the staff and the personalities of the people. So that's a really powerful branding tool. But then the name that you choose should also complement the theme, I would agree. So clearly, you know, most restaurants might have their name in the URL, but is it stronger to have a, a catchy name related to the cuisine, perhaps like some of the ones you mentioned um, can you do a combination of those things if you've got multiple profit centers? What, what's your thought there? Well, you know, listening to your podcast last week, listening to Jody from uh, Teriyaki Madness, yeah. um, I think Teriyaki Madness is a great name. Um, you know, obviously, teriyaki.com alone may get more searches, but they built a great brand. And um, I have a lot of names that are similar in nature. Like instead of Teriyaki Madness, I have coffeecraze.com, things like that. So I think, you know, having a brand that's easy to say, easy to spell, uh, we always talk about passing the radio test. If you were to hear it on, hear the name of the restaurant on the radio, would you be able to type that, remember it enough and type it in correctly? And, you know, when you search for the name or just type in the URL. So it's important to have all those things. And, you know, your, your brand, you know, should really start with the .com name. I know a lot of people in the restaurant space, they're using Facebook and Twitter or, or Facebook anyhow um, as a home for their page. Some of them don't even have a restaurant page, but you know, with a dot-com name, you control it yourself. It's not controlled by another party like a Facebook. You never know what the future is going to be of your restaurant website if you're using a third party like that. You know, and that's really important, the extension, of course, because there's lots of other extensions besides .com, but .com is like the first thing that anybody thinks of. And even if, you know, they might know that it's a different extension at first, automatically you just type in the .com thing and then you're going to miss going to the right place. You're going to miss that business. So .com is still really, really important. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Um, I would not brand any kind of business, let alone a restaurant with anything other than a .com. I do know they have new extensions like that, restaurants, that kind of thing. That It's possible 10 or 15 years down the road, that may be well known, but in the time being, or in, and also in the near future, I think a .com is the safest way to go. Otherwise, you're going to be losing your customers to the, to the person that has the .com name of your brand. 
That makes perfect sense to me. So do you work one-on-one with your customers where they describe their business and their restaurant, maybe some ideas they have, and then you match them with an ideal domain? Do they search your website? Because I know you can search a lot of names on your website at restaurantbrands.com, but how does the, how does the whole process start? Does someone contact you and, and then they talk about, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And then something triggers in your mind. And you say, no, I think this is better. Try this one. Well, you know, your customer, your, your uh, viewers can always email me at stu, S-T-U, at restaurantbrands.com. And I'll be happy if they tell me what the theme of their restaurant is or what, what they're th- looking to do. Um, I can give them a list of names that I have an inventory or possibly some other names that would fit uh, their niche perfectly. Um, years ago, before I had the Restaurant Brands Marketplace, I handled everything alone. Now I have a support team. Um, I'm working with a third party called Squad Help, and they've got a 24 hours, you know, support. Um, so they are there to answer some questions, but they may not know a lot about the restaurant branding space. So they can always send me a personal email as well. Excellent. Okay, I'll I'll make sure that finds its way into the show notes, and then people obviously heard, you know, how to contact you. So I think that's great. Let's talk about different profit centers in restaurants because some restaurants have catering divisions and they have other sort of brand extensions to the main restaurant, but you still want that domain to complement maybe your main business, but let people know what that other business is. So, you know, you probably have catering names and things of that nature as well. Um, I do. Um, that would be if that was a side business that people may not think of right away, it would show up in the search engines if you have catering in the word. Um, also, you know, delivery is, is so you know, um, during COVID and I think with delivery, the trend's going to continue. Um, I know a lot of restaurants are using DoorDash, which may save them time and energy, but it's also costing them a lot of money. Does. If they if they were able to secure a delivery domain name, um, like some of the ones we have in restaurantbrands.com, um, they'd be able not only to handle their own deliveries, but possibly have other restaurants use their service as well. So they could save money and make money at the same time. Are there a lot of delivery names available right now? Because let's just say I've got a Mexican place. Can it be tacodelivery.com or taco to go or tacos on the fly.com. Do these things exist or it's, it's not so specific? Um, I, I think, you know, if some of those names, if they're very obscure like that, very specific, they could be available for hand registration, more generic ones. Yeah. Um, the cover a bigger marketplace are going to be harder uh, to register. Most of those are already taken. Um, yeah. It's a matter of finding the right brand at the right price. For the, within the budget of the business. So besides delivery, there are several other sort of um, domains right now that are super hot and sort of super trending. Want to talk about some of those that are available? Yes. Uh, on restaurantbrands.com, I'm able to analyze the searches on anyone who comes to the site and we get a, a ton of visitors each day. A lot of them are typing for keywords like curbside. Um, a lot of businesses now are just dealing only with curbside pickup or that may be a big part of their business. Um, so a lot of people are searching for curbside type of names. Takeout um, is, is that word's trending and takeaway as well. People are typing those in and searching for those kind of names. So we have names like takeoutworld.com, um, curbsidefresh.com, which could cover just about any part, any restaurant, and then specific curbside and takeout names. Mm-hmm. 
Now, touchless and contactless are so important right down during COVID, and so many restaurants have pivoted to that model. You also have names in, in those categories? We do. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We have quite a few touchless and contactless names as well. Um, if they type in that, those keywords um, or just look at delivery options and any keyword you type in, any name related to it or even close to it will show up. Um, so, yeah, we do, we do cover that area as well. Now, ghost kitchens are really hot right now. They're popping up all over the place simply, you know, in response to the pandemic. But even after the pandemic is over, I see this as being an emerging trend that will stay. It seems to have legs. You have some domains for ghost kitchens? We do. We have quite a few. I think ghostkitchenexpress.com off the top of my head. I think that's one of ours. Yeah. Um, You know, the ghost kitchens are great for startups because your overhead is going to be a lot less when all you're doing is working with the kitchen and either having people pick it up or even just delivering it only. A lot of the ghost kitchens just deliver, some offer to pick up, I know. But either way, those are those brands are trending now. And I think it's something that will continue to happen even after the pandemic. Um, because you know, people that people are changing their lifestyles over the last couple of years. Yeah, and people are really getting used to it. The restaurants that I see that have really thrived during the pandemic were those that were doing the deliveries and the pickups and the curbside and all that sort of stuff prior. You know, pizza places, Mexican places, that sort of thing. And so many restaurants have had to pivot to more of that model. So now they need a new domain name more than ever, I would think. Absolutely. You know, having that name, um, putting it on your website that you offer curbside delivery or something like that will help that will show up in the search engines. But if that's actually the name of your brand on the website, you could actually create a new website with the curbside name in it and have it linked to your restaurant site and they each show up differently on Google and you probably get a higher ranking as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think that's important. Can you describe the process and the timeline? So I'm an, I'm a client, I'm a restaurant owner. I'm listening to this podcast. I'm intrigued. I need a new domain. I'm going to talk to Stuart. So we're talking and we come up with a name that you have available. How long does it take to get it up and running and securing that name and transferring it from you to the, to the new restaurant owner and that sort of thing? Well, it depends on you know, what they want to do with it. If they want to buy the name outright right away, um, it could be in their account. I, if they have a GoDaddy account, most of my names are in GoDaddy, just transfers to theirs. If it's a different account, I can just push it to the different registrar and it will go right then. However, a lot of people um, would prefer to do a lease to own instead of just buying it outright, um, either for budgetary purposes or just, you know, just to take it month by month and make it part of their regular expenses. You could pay for it up to two years as a lease to own. So you know, if you're not happy with the domain after a few months, and um, I don't think that would be the case, but if that were the case, you could just stop at any point. Or if you decide your business is thriving and you just want to pay it off after a few months, you could do that as well. But you have that option as a lease to own or just buying it outright. Mm-hmm. So either way, if it's a lease to own, um, the third party squad help will hold the domain name and they take the payments. Um, and then when it's all paid up and complete, the domain name would be pushed to the registrar. If they pay up front right away, they'll get the name right away. Got it. Okay, cool. Let's just say I want to buy a name outright. Can I be up and running the same day? Is it the next day? How long does that take? Um, it should be very soon. Within, within a day or so, I'd say 24 hours tops, um, the name should be able to use. That's not bad. And 
Go ahead. And yeah, even when they're leasing, um, they get full control of the name. I mean, they can do whatever they, they want with the name as far as make the website and use it just as if they own it. It's just that they're not controlling the actual domain. They're just controlling everything else. So in other words, they can still manage the website with it. They just won't have control of the name until it's paid off if they're doing the lease to own option. I see. What determines the pricing of a different domain? I'm sure the pricing varies depending on the name and what it costs to originally purchase and all that sort of thing. How does that work? Well, you know, a lot of it, I look at comparable sales. I have, um, I've been able to track domain name sales, you know, over the last 20 years doing this. Um, I look at the keyword searches, how many people search for those words, um, how many people have viewed the domain name. I have stats that show me how many people have typed in the domain name. And obviously the ones that are getting more type in traffic are going to be evaluated uh, more than just, it's just a great brand that people may not think to type in. I see. Well, that's so they both have, you know, the traffic does help as you're getting the natural, you know, type in traffic, but just having a good brand that doesn't get the traffic, it can still, once you get the word out, um, and if it's a memorable name, it will get the traffic will come as well. How long have you been doing this? A little over 20 years. Um, about the restaurant names, as far as domain name investing, um, I, I started with basketball names because I was in the basketball camp business. So I started with names like NewYorkBasketball.com and BostonBasketball.com. And then when people had interest in those names and I ended up selling some of my basketball names, I realized that um, there's other spaces. And because I love food so much, and love dining. I thought restaurant names would be a good avenue to go with. Yeah, that's a perfect fit. Wow, you've been at this a long time. So can you put a number to how many names you've transferred to customers, clients, that sort of thing? Oh my gosh. Uh, hundreds, if not over a thousand names over the, I mean, over 20 years. Yeah. I, sell, I sell over a hundred a year um, in the hundreds. So yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I haven't really counted all of them, but um a lot of the names, a good percentage of them have been restaurant names over the years. That's a great gig, Stuart. I'm really, I'm really psyched about that. That must work out really well for you. Plus, it's enjoyable. It, it, it is. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to help. Um, I'm trying to help the restaurant entrepreneurs get a name. I try to give a reasonable price uh, depending on, you know, the, obviously the older the name is and the longer I've had it. Um, it may be a little bit more expensive, but I'm willing to, you know, work with their budget. And we are offering a special promotion for the restaurant rock stars. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, you're offering a 25% off deal. All you have to do is mention the coupon code at checkout, which is restaurant rock stars, all one word. Is that correct? That is correct. And that, that goes for about 85 to 90% of my domains. Some of my names, um, the the one that does the managing squad help wanted to use those as premium names um, where they can, you know, sh show it to a, even a larger audience. Um, and for those names, the coupon work, but if they, if they see a name like that, like the salad zone.com is one of those names, mm -hmm. they knew um, was going, they wanted to have a big, a lot of eyes on that, that name, if they offer, you know, there's a, you can, there's a place to make an offer. If they offer 75% of the price, um, I'll know what's from this video and I will accept that name as well. So they could still, they may have to instead of putting the coupon code in, they can make the offer 75% and it will be accepted. Oh, that's the fantastic. coupon code's not there. Oh, well, we certainly appreciate that. <laughs> no, no, no problem. <laughs> Good. 
Anything else you want to talk about? Have we missed anything about what you do and about restaurant brands? No, I think um, covered everything. It's just, you know, my advice to the restaurant ups, um, think about the kind of restaurant you want to have, what kind of uh, niche you want to cover as far as if you want it to be an Italian restaurant, if you want it to be a sports bar, whatever you want it to be, think about that first. But don't pick your name until you found, you know, the dot-com name that goes with it, with it. Whether it's for me or someplace else, it's important to have that name before you build your brand. Because if you build that brand and then you realize the dot-com's not there, somebody else is going to be getting all your traffic. So that, that's my advice is just start with a dot-com name. You know, have them go to restaurantbrands.com and just look at the inventory. And if you don't see what you like there, you can look other places. But I do know we have a very comprehensive website. Right now, there's close to a thousand names, and I'm opening up to other um, domain name investors that have restaurant names. So I'm starting to add other names from other investors. So it, it may be a few thousand names down the road. Oh wow! So you're expanding. Oh good. Absolutely. Boy, the choices must be endless. I can't imagine like scrolling through and saying, "Wow, I like this one, but I also like that one." Which one is? going to be, you know, more popular, which one's going to attract more attention, that sort of thing, and, and really relate to the brand. That's Yeah, great. I think that they could, if they've narrowed it down to a couple choices, they can post it on Facebook. Do you like this name better? Or do you, you know, yeah. do you like Steak Land better? Or do you think Steak City's better? And then you, you post it and then people, you have your friends talk about what they like. People's opinions. I like that idea. Uh, the customer. Actually- Query your customers and, you know, maybe even have a contest, you know, name our domain and you'll win this, you know, and that'd be great and create a little public interaction and, and good goodwill as well. That's great. Thank you. Well, fantastic. Well, Stuart, that was excellent. I appreciate all the information and what you're doing for the industry. That's a tremendous service. And again, I'm a huge believer in building a powerful brand. And this is at the very core of that. So thanks for joining us on the show. Oh, thank you so much, Roger. Um, I really appreciate you having it, um, having me on the show. And hopefully your co- customers will visit restaurantbrands.com and have them email me, um, stu, S-T-U at restaurantbrands.com if I can be of assistance. That's great of you to share. Thanks again. And thanks to the audience for tuning in. That was the Restaurant Rockstars podcast. We'll see it in the next episode. Stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in. You know, I've always believed that a powerful restaurant website actually brings your restaurant's experience to life for the customers, even if they've never been in the place before. It's like opening the doors to your restaurant online and showing them your food, your great staff, the service, the fun, the vibe, the ambiance, all of those things that should all come across through the website. And of course, a complimentary domain name is super important with, of course, a .com extension. Thanks to Stuart for sharing all that information with us. If you're thinking about a new restaurant, you need a domain name. If you're thinking about a brand extension to your existing restaurant, check out restaurantbrands.com. Guys, I love talking shop with operators and I've been getting lots of calls lately. People are reaching out to me because I love talking shop. You know, if you have a challenge or a pain point in your restaurant and you just want some advice, I'll give you a 30-minute Um, No obligation, of course, complimentary conversation. We'll set up a Zoom if you like, or it can just be a phone call. Reach out to me, Roger, R-O-G-E-R, at restaurantrockstars.com. We'll set up a chat and, you know, 
Who knows where it'll take us? I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for that. If you like what you're hearing, please leave us a review on iTunes. And once again, thanks so much to Dawn Professional Dish Liquid and RestaurantBrands.com for sponsoring this episode. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Restaurant Rockstars Podcast. For lots of great resources, head over to RestaurantRockstars.com. See you next time.